Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. We're in the Talk of the Town studios, very timely with our friends from the Mankato Symphony. Bethel Balgi in studio with us, Executive Director of Mankato Symphony Orchestra. Hello. Hello. Always good to see you again. <laughs> Same here. Uh, how was the performance last week? Oh, it, it, was, it was great. It was so much fun. We had a great audience and wonderful music, great collaborators, so... I, I know that when um, we first started talking, you were very excited about the holiday programming that was coming up here. So yes. this is the day. This is the day. This and we've been the, waiting for our special guest. <laughs> exactly. You want to introduce? Yeah. What makes it special? Well, holidays show, but especially because we have our newly hired music director, Ernesto Estacardibia. He can say his name, pronounce it better than I. I need him to say his name. <laughs> well, I think you said it better than I would. Oh. So. <laughs> so, Ernesto, say your last name for me. Estigarribia. I will. I cannot roll the R. It's not required. (laughs) That's good because it's not going to happen with me. That's sort of extra credit. Oh, cool. Uh, Ernesto, we're here to learn a little bit about you. Um, I know that this is not the first time that you've been here. You've guest conducted here before. Correct. Yes. Uh, And this will be my first concert with the Mankato Symphony as the music director of the organization. And I'm very excited, so incredibly grateful for the opportunity, and uh, it, it's what what a wonderful way to to start my tenure here. Then with the holiday concert, which features you know the snowman, which has become uh, a tradition here in, in Mankato, and and we can talk more about that later. But I'm very very happy to be here in the community, and it's, it's a community that I love, that I enjoyed every time I, I've been in here. So. Um, I'm very, very happy to be here. Let's take it all the way back. Should we go all the way back, Bethel, like we do when we have <laughs> sure. these conversations? Yeah. She's, I want to know exactly how you got started in your journey in music. What oh. kind of a family were you raised in? That <laughs> that uh, and, and what did you decide? How did you go about deciding to play what? Um, tell me about your story. Sure. So I grew up in Paraguay, South America, and I grew up in a family that valued, you know, having a lot of activities, packing kids' schedules. And as such, you know, I was, you know, playing the piano and whatnot. And uh, very early on, I learned that piano was a rather lonely activity because you don't get to do it with other people as much. (laughs) So I really wanted to be part of an orchestra. So I picked up the viola of all instruments. And... um, the reasons why I picked the viola was because my arms were longer and, you know, I was tall. So, I mean, it was, there were there were no other reasons besides, you know, physicality. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh. So, so, and um, so they, they said, oh, you should play the viola. And I said, okay, whatever. And I, I don't know what the viola is, but it sounds good. Just tell me the difference between viola and violin because people might not know. Oh, yeah. So the violin, I mean, we, we know what the violin is, but the viola is a slightly longer and larger instrument and sounds lower in, mm-hmm. in register um, because of its um, length and, and, and size. Uh, but it is a quite uncomfortable instrument to play if you're a, a small person because, you know, because of its size mm. and, and whatnot, it, it requires you to extend your arms longer, to open your fingers wider. Uh, so because I, of my physicality, and I, look, I'm not that tall. <laughs> I was I mean, gonna say, he's, not like, he's not like nine feet tall in here. But. Yeah, but, but, um, 
be, because of that, I was able to, you know, stretch my fingers and, and whatnot. And so I had, I, I showed some, you know, physical, you know, aptness for, 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 for the instrument. So um, that's how I started. And, you know, very early on, I started uh, playing in youth orchestras. How, which old? I, how old are we talking here? Well, you know, 11, 12 years okay. old. Yeah. And, and the social aspect of playing music with other people mm-hmm. was just incredible. I, I love that. I, 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 that's the reason why I'm still in music. And, and that's the, the, the reason why I got into music in the first place. So playing music with my friends, you know, week in and week out was, you know, the highlights of every single week. So that's how I, I, I came about uh, musically speaking. And so a few years ago, I came to the United States to, you know, do, do my college studies. And and uh, then I ended up at the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities, where I did my graduate work. I did my master's and doctoral degrees there. And uh, I always like to hear that. It's my alma mater. So I'm like, yeah. The U of M? Yes. Go Gophers. <laughs> yes. uh, Don't say that too loud around here. Because we have a Mavericks. Well, we're, we're, we are academic champions. And sports is is not our <laughs> but but uh, all jokes aside I mean the the Twin Cities is a wonderfully uh, culturally rich place mm-hmm. um, so it was a transforming experience for me and I went there as a violist I exited as a conductor and uh, so I was familiar with the Mankato Symphony when I was a student in the Twin Cities in fact, I, I was a member at one time of the Mankato Symphony. I played in the orchestra many, many years ago. Oh. And um, so I came to Mankato several times, even before I could even think about that. Eventually, I will become the music director of, of this organization. You had so no idea. Yeah. Right? <laughs> in a way, those are unrelated stories, but it is related because hadn't I had th- those experiences as a, you know, orchestral musician in this community, mm-hmm. I probably, the, the, the orchestra probably wouldn't be on my radar. What does it take to go from from playing an instrument in an orchestra to conducting an orchestra? Like, yeah. I'm sure not everybody that plays an instrument has dreams of conducting. The difference there, where's the shift? Well, uh, I think a path to becoming a conductor, th- there's no standard path. Is Everybody has a unique path into the podium. And um, my mine was you know, gathering a lot of early experiences as an orchestral musician. Uh, before I came to the United States, I was a, a, a member of the National Symphony of Paraguay. You know, mm. I played there for five seasons. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, be, being young and uh, gathering those experiences, of course, made a huge impact on me. And I learned all the orchestral repertoire through those experiences. And then after coming to the United States, I also, you know, as an undergraduate student, as a graduate student, I, I played with a ton of regional orchestras, the Mankato Symphony included, mm-hmm. where I, uh, you know, like just played all the music for orchestra that there is, you know, and uh, learning the ins and outs of of operations in orchestra and the repertoire from within, I think, was informative is the core of my background Uh, and as far as conducting goes not only it requires experience musical experience Mm -hmm. i mean uh, waving your arms is is one thing (laughs) but that's in many ways the tip of the iceberg because um 
you know that that is just how you externalize your thoughts right. but like your thoughts have to be there in the first place right to pull something out of a section when you need right. it or back them off or but but you need to have a clear idea of yeah. what what is it that you are asking an ensemble to do what is it that you're communicating i mean the you you have to have a concept and the way you develop a concept is by having experience by being around orchestras mm. by you know by by Uh, I always say that conducting is not a profession or a, a, a discipline of, you know, um, you know, er, er, early or, or, or young people. You know, you can be a, a, a young star. I, I'm missing the word. What is the word of like Mozart and all those? A uh, prodigy. A oh, prodigy. prodigy sure. yeah, you can't be a prodigy conductor. You can be a prodigy violinist, a prodigy pianist. But because it requires a great background and experience and, you know, uh, also uh, people skills you is not a uh, uh, an activity for prodigies mm. so you it, it is required that you have all those all those skills built on top of your musical skills and your musical experience in order to to be successful at it and um the reason why um uh, i i i i i'm of a relatively young age is because I just started early, you know. Okay. I was a professional musician as a teenager. Uh, wow. and, and that's that's why uh, uh, I'm a relatively young conductor by today's standards. Um, but That means you have a long career in front of you. <laughs> that's right. okay. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, one, <laughs> let's take it one day at a time. Uh, but but uh, it, it is that. It's, you, you, in order to become a conductor, you require the, those experiences. You need to know how, how an orchestra functions. You know, you need to know, you need to have uh, knowledge about instruments in the orchestra. You need to know the repertoire. I mean, knowing the repertoire written for orchestra, I think it takes a lifetime. So much music out there. Do we, do you, do you have to know how to play every instrument that no. you're conducting? No, or no, no. What do you, you don't, but no, you don't need to play yourself, but you absolutely need to know what goes into making a sound on every instrument. Mm. I mean, you know, there's only so a flute or whatever with instrument, they can only go so long before they need to breathe. Mm -hmm. So you need to know what the, the human limits are. And, and every, every instrument has a human limit. Um, and you need to, and one of the hard jobs of a conductor is being, you know, the intermediary of everybody's <laughs> human limits. Sure. You know, you need to balance everybody's human limits in 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 you know in an orchestral settings and like you know the the strings don't need to breathe in order to play but they i mean they have to breathe because we're humans <laughs> but the, the winds for winds is essential so right. the strings can go much longer uh playing and so on and there's fatigue and i mean there's a lot of uniqueness that comes that are attached to every single instrument in the orchestra mm -hmm. I, i just have to throw something in here because what uh, ernesto was describing is is very accurate and apt what a conductor has to be it, mm -hmm. it's such a unique package and for someone who is successful at that is is what we have in ernesto yes. i have to say because i've seen him in action and besides all the musical knowledge and understanding the instruments and the repertoire and everything you have to have a rapport with the orchestra right because it's he like doesn't seem small, very friendly small army right <laughs> 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 And to say just the right thing that won't offend and yet get the job done. And, and wow. he's, he's very good at that. So right? I'm just so thrilled that Mankato Symphony has someone like 
Well, tell me about the position that you hold now as the Symphonic Series Music Director and how did you go from what you were doing before to this? What is the process of of that, of you getting this job? Well, we we initially talked about the nuts and bolts of conducting, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's the conductor portion of my job. There's the other portion, also the music director. Mm -hmm. And that really encompasses you know, leading the organization, artistically speaking. And uh, it goes, it includes selecting the music that we play every year. You know, like this year we're going to play XYZ. Well, next year we probably should play ABC. And then the year after we should play something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure there's a balance of, you know, um, m- music that will appeal to newcomers to to the new symphony goers as well as music that will challenge perhaps those symphony goers that have gone to the symphony for decades Mm -hmm. and you know they want something new uh you know we always have tried and true fans that will always come for a beethoven concert and will leave thinking about oh that other piece that they did alongside the Beethoven piece was really interesting, you know? So always uh, trying to to find what's new, what's cutting edge while still celebrating what is traditional in our medium, uh, selecting guest artists, mm-hmm. like which guest artists um, are, you know, line up with our musical aesthetics, with our, you know, musical language, um, and, and a host of other things. I mean, shaping the sound of the orchestra, uh, hiring musicians in the orchestra. Uh, and, you know, we always have vacancies and, and, you know, people who retire, people who move away. And we always have to fill those positions and, you know, really establishing what the, the artistic ideals of the organization are. Can we talk a little bit about, we've got about, mm, I don't know, about seven minutes left or so, um, what's coming up? Because part of your job now then is uh, to be in charge of the holidays, uh, the holiday show that's coming up with the snowman, which is exciting. Yeah. So this weekend we have the snowman. Uh, the snowman is, uh, of course, the name of the of the book by Raymond Briggs. But that also became an animated film, which uh, is actually quite Quite good. I really love the, this Snowman, the movie. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a live-to-film presentation of the music. Uh, the music was composed by Howard Blake, and we will play in synchronization with the film. The orchestra will play the soundtrack in synchronization with the film. It's kind of a holiday tradition now in, in Mankato. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I believe, the third or fourth time that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something that the audiences really love, especially the young ones that come to the concert. So if you have, you know, kids, grandkids, nephews, nieces, this is the concert you really want to bring them in to introduce them to the orchestra. It's quite accessible. Uh, it's a relatively short concert by design to, to really... Um, invite and be um you know incentivize attendance of young young audiences mm-hmm. like children uh the the, the, the and, and in addition to the snowman uh the snowman is kind of like the core of the program we will have other holiday themed music written for orchestra and we'll end up with our traditional sing-along where we'll invite audience members to sing uh holiday carols christmas Aww. carols with the orchestra uh, I think, Bethel, I'm envisioning in my head, as Ernesto is telling us this story, I'm envisioning families with the children dressed up and their holiday finest coming yeah, out to watch yeah, the symphony. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And 
Um, we're going to have uh, also for children a, a costume snowman uh, there for photo opportunities. Oh. And we're going to have oh, snowman cookies and hot chocolate after the concerts and uh, some holiday music with our brass quartet. So there's an after show, afterglow uh, of the concert. Uh, people who come to the concert, they want to stick around. There's more fun. It's a very family-friendly event, and uh, you know, there's there's no no better way of starting the holiday season than you know, being united in song, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being in concert, no part intended, with <laughs> with our community, and uh, you know, singing these carols and and having this snowman live to film concert. I think is going to be a fantastic, fantastic event. We have just this weekend. <laughs> just this weekend. Just this weekend. Uh, we are, like, give me the the details as far as how yeah, do we get the tickets right, and when right. is it, where is it? Yeah, so I should mention uh, for children, it's children friendly. Tickets are only a buck uh, for 12 and under for children. Wow. So, um, and tickets can be bought for the best seats available, best to do it online, mm -hmm. mankatosymphony.org. But you, if you don't get them online, just come anyway because you can get them at the door as well. All right. Uh, we're going to put all of that in the show notes underneath this interview, cool. so you can certainly find that. With the last uh, three minutes that we have or so, uh, what do you have coming down the pipe after the holidays, after maybe a little bit of a break, or, or what's coming next? Well, we, we have a lot of things coming mm -hmm. up. And um, next, our, we, we have chamber music concerts, also uh, uh, Music on the Hill series. Uh, that, that offers a fantastic offerings of, of chamber music. And we have two, this is our second Masterworks concert in the Symphonic Series, and we have two more. So we're only halfway halfway through the season here. Uh, wow. We have two, two concerts. Uh, our next one will be in March featuring Eunice Kim, a phenomenal violinist. She's going to rock the house. I mean, she's a, she's a rock star of the violin. She's going to be playing the Prokofiev Second Violin Concerto. Uh, we'll play also Dvorak Symphony Number no. 6, an incredibly energetic piece uh, that promises to be, you know, super fun. And uh, we'll also play the music of Michael Abels. Now, if you don't recognize Michael Abels, he is also the composer of Jordan Peele movies, uh, uh, Get Out and Us. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we, he, he wrote this fantastic orchestral piece is, is, that, that we'll feature in that concert. So that concert is also uh, great. And then we have our season finale in April where we will be playing Shostakovich Fifth Symphony, an incredibly touching piece. So there are many, many things to look forward to. Well, I will look forward to the next time that you come back and join us here. And we'll, of course, uh, get all of the information out on our social medias here uh, on the radio stations to get people to the concerts and uh, what energy that we have with the symphony. Thank you so much, Bethel. I Always my pleasure. Yeah, and we'll, we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Ernesto, thank you. Thank uh, welcome you. back. And we're looking forward to, uh, to watching you work. We appreciate your visit today on Talk of the Town. Thank you very much, and happy holidays to you and your audience. Mm -hmm.